NHL Fantasy. Back in the studio. Back in the studio. Back in the studio. Them boys are back. Crack could use a little work. Yeah, I was a little late on mine. That was as me. I don't know if it. I, well, it <laughs> also sounded like buying. you like folded your cannon halfway through. <laughs> it started good. That it was the slowest crack. I mean, what are you drinking, Dow? All of that is true. Um, these are not real like beer cans, so they don't crack as normally as you'd hope. This is a Java Monster Loca Mocha beverage. Eight forty-five at night. So I just load myself up with some caffeine. I got some work to do after he's this. Go, he's going to the gym after. <laughs> Gonna get swole up. I've got my nice fruit punch, truly. Fruit for a fruit. <laughs> Correct. Have you ever We're had drinking. the fruit punch? No, they're trees? fantastic. They're I actually really good. Yeah. Oh, I don't like those. I was sipping them on the beach. It was fantastic. I uh, I had uh, stared at the beer cooler for a good five minutes and came up with Epiphany by Foundation Brewing Company. And I am drinking Safe Space by Concord Craft Brewing Company. Little cute little unicorn it's with nice the rainbow. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a safe space. It's a dicky can. Scotty thought he was going to get made fun of on the podcast, so he brought his safe space with him. <laughs> yeah. Listen, guys, you can't yell at me. This is a safe space. <laughs> Cancel culture. Boom. Uh, okay. So, Hall of Fame game's going on right now. It's terrible. It's not fun to watch Honestly, at all. Honestly, putrid. Uh, oh, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins, Haskins is in. in. Dwayne Haskins <laughs> is in. Dallas, By God. Very excited. He should have started uh, the game. Mason Rudolph is a known <laughs> bum. Dwayne Haskins is a bum question mark. Well, I mean, when you start your first Look at first those numbers. Off, I'm pretty sure that's a known bum. He's 3-10. and 10. He hasn't been feeling well for the last two seasons. <laughs> he's he's got the, the first one who got the COVIDs. He played on the Redskins. Oh, wait. They're good. Uh, <laughs> and, and now that camp has officially started, there's a bunch of news. So we were talking about Carson Wentz's foot injury. Uh, and also Quentin Nelson's foot injury. They had like the same exact foot injury. Both of them have gone through the surgery, no complications, but the doctors say it's five or 12 weeks. The <laughs> so Colts like, like, hey, that's half the season or they'll be ready for The Colts got to bring in Rex Ryan or some sort of foot expert to help them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's it going with this, right? But yeah, no, I mean, seriously, like you said, that's a, that's a massive window. Like, do you miss negligible time? Doesn't even matter. I'll still draft you in all formats. Or you're missing half the season, and now you're not even a viable candidate to be on rosters. Right. Mm, yeah, I mean, they, I don't know. they think they're going to, you know, in two weeks, they're going to start the rehab to see where he is. And luckily, all the drafts won't be till late August. So hopefully, it's a better window. Like, he's going to miss four weeks, seven weeks. I don't know. And, and the problem is, like, you have Carson Wentz, and then nobody really else. So it's not like you're like, okay, well, I'm still going to draft all of the wide receivers or tight ends and even running backs take a hit without Carson Wentz there. You know, however big that hit is, you want to judge it. It's certainly a hit. And if he's there, I don't worry about it. If it's two, three, four weeks, I'm still going to draft those guys. But if he's out for half the season, I don't want a piece of that offense. Yeah. I mean, I, we were talking about this. JT. Sorry. JT. uh, I want JT. Well, yeah, I mean, well, without Quentin Nelson, too, I mean, we were talking about this the other day. It's like, okay, so if Carson Wentz goes down, it's not exactly like Phillip Rivers was really giving the Colts much last year. So you could almost put anybody in there and maybe kind of get the same thing from, you know, Pittman and JT and stuff. And now you take backup quarterback with a backup, you know, one of the best offenses. Well, hold uh, on. Hold on. I have news. Okay. Have you read Phillip Rivers' profile recently? I, well, if he I wants typically to... don't wake up and read Philip Rivers' <laughs> yeah. profile. So Rivers said Tuesday that he has not completely ruled out a return to the NFL. <laughs> but he also yeah. said he ought to come back later in the season when a team needs him. Yeah, I was gonna say a he team also... needs him now, like a guaranteed playoff contender. That His previous team needs him. I don't. I don't think it makes sense for the Colts to bring Philip Rivers back in. I would probably run with the rookie. Or you know, I would run with Sam, Sam Ellinger and Jacob Eason there. I, I mean, I'd take a I stab mean, on one of them. If you're thinking of a playoff team, you bring in Rivers. Well, the, like Scotty said, we'll know in a couple of weeks. If I it's think that yeah, longer. in two weeks, if it's like, all right, he's going to be out for the, the 12-week mark, you'll see a Philip Rivers or, or you'll see a trade for Nick Foles uh, with the Bears. Like it's Give me something like that, a quarterback that knows the game over Jacob Eason. Well, and if Rivers does get signed, I would instantly assume Carson Wentz is long-term. Like, long-term. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that's writing on the wall. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still drafting JT, but – even without Wentz, even if he's going to be out for a long time, what like what's his ADP drop to? Like I, I don't want him in the top half or even mid mid to late first round. Really, at that point, he takes a massive. Yeah, I mean, him and Barkley um, probably are dropping to late first, and, and they could be complete steals. Like I think I moved Aaron Jones above JT 
because that whole Aaron Rodgers came back and then Wentz goes down. So it's kind of like I just kind of flip them. But yeah. I'm not dropping JT down to like 14, 15. He's still easily a top, I think, still top eight or eight. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would agree. So uh, I was talking to Jeff last night and uh, he pulled up uh, some ADPs that he uses on the big like $10,000 leagues. Saquon Barkley's ADP right now is 13. It's 13. It's that far. See, I, I don't Aaron, know if I can let him get out getting, of the first round. Eckler's getting drafted before him. Aaron Jones is getting drafted before him. Uh, most of the wider, you know, the big name wide receivers mm-hmm. are going before him. I'm like, yeah, all right. I mean, it's a, but I guess that's a story for another day anyway. But yeah, I, I think they, they, yeah. Um, What was the other piece of news? Kenny Galladay. Oh, it was Kenny Galladay. Uh, which actually, yeah. at least yeah. it's not his dancer's hip. Well, I mean, it could I mean, be it related. Could be <laughs> it might be related. The hamstring <laughs> attached to it. Very true. The hamstring attached to so, it. If you're, a, if, you're a, if you're a Kenny Galladay dynasty owner, Tyler, you should probably just trade him to me because yeah, I've been bomb. after Kenny Galladay. For so two to three weeks is the tape, which like I've been saying about like the guys getting hurt now, banged up. Get it done now. You know, like miss two preseason games and then be back by week one i mean you do want the reps but it's also kenny galladay yeah um don't and I underplay mean, a early hamstring injury though those, i will yeah those right will that, with who, you. that is julio scary. jones last year <laughs> and also the giants are complete mess they had a brawl the same day kenny galladay went yeah. down and then their starting quarterback was at the bottom of the pile like yeah he wears a bright red shirt for a reason like well i guess what <laughs> happened was daniel jones jumped into the pile like because of uh, retaliation on, on the defensive end. Oh, that's so dumb. Geniuses. Um, Across smart. the board over there. Love the smart people. Lands. And, then, and then Devonta Smith also has a, a two to three week time frame right now, too. I think it was, I think his was also a hamstring. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that sounds about right for a burn. I mean, all that like soft tissue, ligament, hamstring, yada, yada. Like now is the time to not be pushing it. Stop. Like, yeah, ease yourself into the season. Who are the two the two burners you get in Dynasty? One was Marquise Brown and Marquise Brown. Marquise Both Brown of them came up lame forward. at one point too. Listen, <laughs> Fuller's out a few or gonna come at least up a lame. week. Yeah, well, we know Fuller's out at least a week because of the suspension. So he he should be getting healthy. Yeah, for one week. But Hollywood being hurt and Rashad Bateman, I think you mentioned he He's had injury as too. well. Like, uh, can't get your break. But then again, this is. I would say fairly routine for the NFL's first week of padded practices. Like you've been training all off season, but this is the first time that you went game speed and you probably went too hard because you're trying to impress people. You're trying to do well. And then you get hurt. Right. right. That was first day of practice. It was like a 12 hour. Oh, this guy's hurt. Oh, he's yep. hurt. Oh, this one. Well, we, you, and you our have... COVID uh, reserve <laughs> list. Like, oh, damn it. <laughs> we have so many people reporting now too that like, Five years ago, you didn't have as many people covering these teams, so you're hearing news faster Every now than you yeah. have before. So, I mean, this shit was happening and going on. We just weren't hearing about it. So You also had a lot more of rub some dirt on it. I mean, we've become a culture and a world of just like, okay, yeah, you have a hamstring injury. Like, we need to baby you and get you back sl- like slowly and up, you know, properly, really, even <clears throat> before you're just like, I'm just going to play. I'm right. going to play for I'll play the whole season. I, my leg hurts. I'm fine. Right. I just don't run as fast. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and again, you can't really do that in today's NFL because the defense is all healthy and ready to kill you. If you can't run, you're, you know, the wounded gazelle out there getting eaten by the lion. <laughs> Nature matters. Just picture that too. <laughs> oh, that poor gazelle. Oh, uh, big run. Uh, who's that? Thirty. Uh, it's thirty-four, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I have no idea. Thank you. Marion uh, Barter. Some, Barter. Something Barber? with a DLE at the end of his name. Um, oh, that might be the Aluna Wale guy that I saw. Oh. Let's uh, let's jump into the meat and potatoes here. Meat and potatoes. Mm. Mm, yummy. Uh, it's not Thanksgiving yet. Uh, eat turkey on Thanksgiving. It's all right. Um, a, a NFC it's North Division meat. preview. You already finished that. That was one. Oh, that was earlier. Your I just had to crack it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. NFC North coming up. Scotty, I think you you did all of the divisions of that. Right. Yeah, I did. So, I, no. I, I got in a routine. I did east. You <laughs> did do it. the east. That's yes. it, though. But yeah, Scotty was cruising. Which we're gonna skip because you, you did a horrible job. <laughs> <laughs> no, that will be the next podcast. We have to we have to take that one back. <laughs> uh, do you want to you want to lead us into it or? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, first place last year, Kirby Packers thirteen three once again, same record. Um, lost of course God in the playoffs. Naturally, it's too bad. Uh, MVP Aaron Rodgers. Biggest news we talked about 
in the last week's podcast, Aaron Rodgers finally, you know, came to camp and, you know, everyone's kind of worried about Devontae Adams, even Aaron Jones, and then any other receiver on the team is pretty much useless. He's back. Devontae Adams, I think we're going to put up as our n- number one receiver. And Aaron Jones, like I said, I'm pushing him up a- above JT. And he- I still had him in the same, you know, range, but I'm just more c- comfortable now taking him at the end of the first. Um, So Aaron Rodgers comes back and there's one demand. His only demand is to bring Randall Cobb back. Like, I, I, I mean, it's great they played together like five years ago, and Cobb still didn't even have a good season. They did, didn't even seem to like work well together his last year. But I mean, you do what he wants, I guess, to keep him around. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about a guy with a history of hamstring injuries and ankle injuries, Randall yeah. Cobb. I mean, he hasn't yeah. had a healthy season in a while. He said 2016 so. was his last, or 15 was his last full season. Yeah, I mean. I'm at it. That's the guy you want. Take him. I would have rather throw to Amari Rogers. That's me. But yeah, the flip side is he Amari Rogers can learn a lot from Randall Cobb, whether he's healthy or not. He's a great guy to learn slot role from. There was also the thing too that uh, Randall Cobb was mentoring Amari Rogers well before Amari Rogers was even. Uh, I think he was a sophomore in college. Really, the two of them connected, and then uh, the day he was drafted by the Packers, Randall Cobb reached out to him. Was like, "Congratulations, blah blah blah." So he's already been a mentor to him, so he will help him with that. Well, that's nice. He did always seem like a good guy. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's <laughs> I not, mean, he's out of Houston too. I think it. I think it will be. I mean, overall, good for the team to have. Randall Cobb there. I mean, MVS yeah. has always been hit or miss. I mean, you don't know what you're getting from Lazard health-wise. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's, so. a, it's a hit for all the receivers, I think, where if I'm going into a draft, I'm probably drafting Devontae Adams, and that's probably it. I mean, I'm a huge Lazard fan, but just with Cobb there, it might just be Lazard, Cobb, Amari Rogers, and MVS it moves all ton- splitting. Like, I think it moves Tunyon's down, too. Yeah, I think he's Tun- Yeah, down. I mean, with Rogers back, where Tunyon is now up, because before, like, he's not going to get those touchdowns again, but He's probably the same thing in the red zone. I mean, the likelihood, right. again, for the entire offense, though, that Aaron Rodgers throws 48 touchdowns, <clears throat> slim. Right. So I think the year before that, he threw 26, I believe. Something. Yeah, I remember we looked this up before. Yeah, it was way it, lower. It, it was crazy. So I don't see it being the same, but I think it's going to be close. I mean, you're playing one more game in, 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 yeah, in the season. So over 4,000 yards easily again. 48 touchdowns. I don't know if you're getting at that, but... Yeah, 48, 26, 25, 16, 40. I mean, if you had to bet, I would say he's pushing the upper 30s, low 40s as, as far as touchdowns goes. I don't think you can cut his touchdowns in half. I'm probably no. cutting his touchdowns, not in half, but I'll cut them to 31, 32. It's much more in line with his, his averages, even with a bump for an extra game. Yeah. I would still keep him in the upper 30s, lower 40s. But that's just me. Well, it's just going to be interesting because you know, like, nineteen of those have to go to Devontae Adams, right? He has hit the <laughs> upper thirty. <30s. laughs> eighteen. It was it was, it was it was only eighteen. I mean, what eighteen fucking touchdowns? He's it's in, crazy. in fourteen games too. But I mean, no Jamal Williams there. So the vacated rushing attempts, one hundred and forty-eight. A lot of that's going to go to AJ Dillon. But I think Aaron Jones is. I mean, he was top five the last two years. He's not being drafted as a top five, but if he can easily finish the same spot again. I mean, he plays 60, no, 48% of the snaps, I think, last year. I mean, that, that sounds about right. I mean, he had 201 attempts, yeah. which is realistically not that much for someone producing his, at, at yeah. his level. And his touchdowns from last year were nine. The year before that was 16. And we said it's going to go down. It, it went down. He was still RB5 in the season. Yeah, Aaron Jones is a guy, I think even myself, I, I criminally underrate routinely like like year over year he's a guy that falls to like six seven eight in your draft and really deserves to be higher and i mean i think that's partly because a lot of people go okay well let me grab a wide receiver let me grab the top one guy i think i'd rather have aaron jones this year i think i think i'm just looking at him going i want him on my team if he falls to me anywhere past maybe six seven eight yeah i mean what what's nice about aaron jones is so his efficiency was was great right five and a half yards of carry his volume's probably not going anywhere. I mean, his volume is probably going to stay right around the 200, 215 range, but there's a world where Aaron Jones is getting 100 targets and he's going to be a 2,000 all-purpose uh, back with double-digit touchdowns. 
that's a top five running back. You know what I mean? Because it's not like AJ Dillon's coming in and he's taking, you know, how how many uh, targets did Jamal Williams have last year? Thirty five. So it's not like AJ Dillon's getting all of that. No, you know what I mean. So he's gonna be the the bruiser. Yeah, there's no way AJ Dillon yeah. can even get that. No, he was passed to what twice last year. Oh, I mean, he caught a hundred percent of the passes. Two yeah, for two for twenty one yards. Great catcher. I I just I do think uh, when I was re looking at some of my rankings, I rethought the Aaron Jones thing, and I think he yeah. needs to be higher. I'm a huge fan, and like I still can't get him in the top five or six, even though he. Probably well, look, deserves to be. You look at his volume and you just go, ah, that can't be a top five guy. Right. Yeah, and you, it's like. You'd ah. rather be safe. Like, all right, I know a guy like Saquon and, and Zeke are going to get the volume, like, for sure, and be on the field, like, the entire time. And and really, uh, like, looking at his efficiency metric, his yards per carry, it's not too far off from his career average. Like, and, and looking it, right over five yards a carry. Like, that 5.2, 5.4. That's what you want to see. I mean, Lafleur's always that's fantastic. An offense that's going to run the ball efficiently too. So, it's just within themselves to always continue that. And and looking at this, and I'm glad that we do these things. Like I'm giving Kylan Hill a bump, the the running back that they drafted super late. I mean, I like Kylan Hill. There's, I mean, super explosive, super dynamic, catches the ball well, runs the ball well, great runner of the ball, great catcher of the ball, but. <laughs> Like, you look at the vacated targets and rushing attempts, 63 vacated targets, 148 vacated rushing attempts. I mean, you had 119 rushing attempts for Jamal Williams. Like, yes, like, A.J. Dillon, I I assume, will eat a good chunk of that. But if Aaron Jones stays around what he usually does at 200 touches, do you have 70-odd, some-odd attempts that need to go to Kylan Hill on the ground? I mean... Who's their fullback, though? Well, true. I don't know. Dude, you gotta watch out for that guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't have it there. It used know. to be John Coon like eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can find it that quick. They still have uh, Patrick Taylor too. They drafted last season, so let's see if you can. Uh, I do. <laughs> I do like. I do like Kylan Hill uh, as a pass catching back for sure. Yeah, I, like I think that he's got a spot on the on the roster. I don't think a redraft you're drafting him. I am curious to see where people are going to be taking AJ Dillon in redraft leagues because that's. That could be a league winner. I think it's or a wasted be pick. Similar to where Tony Pollard's going. I'm not sure if it's gonna be like the exact same round. I think Pollard's either nine to ten. Yeah. Um it kind of makes AJ sense. AJ Dillon, I feel like it's not a handcuff. I think he's drafted before what you would call like a Tony Pollard wouldn't be a handcuff unless you're gonna reach if you're a Zeke owner. Like he's standalone value, and I think people are gonna look at AJ Dillon as a standalone value, like Jamal was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jamal had multiple games where he Which was Which is fair viable. to think that. I mean, AJ Dillon is currently going in the eighth round. Before Tony Pollard. 802. Yeah. Tony Pollard is 905. Wow. Brother Tony Pollard. Yeah. He's he's above But Cus, I mean he's I, above again, Cus I, Edwards, which I don't yeah, I don't I, agree I do with that. that. He's above Kenyon Drake. I think I don't everyone thinks that. he's gonna get hundred and thirty carries for like eight hundred yards I, and like eighteen touchdowns. I do see the AJ Dillon over Tony Pollard argument though, based on AJ Dillon being in an offense that probably regresses in the passing game a bit, and, and they use a little bit two RBs almost yeah every single versus, time versus Dallas, which had a down year passing as soon as the rest of the world. I mean, as soon as, soon as Dak Prescott took over, and the rest of the quarterbacks came through there and, and failed to, to contribute as high as high as they would have liked. But you have Tony Pollard who who had some success as Zeke kind of struggled. I don't expect Zeke to struggle as much again when you bring back Dak Prescott. I guess it all hinges on him. So AJ Dillon's value is contingent on Dak Prescott. Wow, what a world! <laughs> <laughs> what? My, my, yeah. Uh, if you're Where listening, I'm sorry happens? if your head just exploded. <laughs> my left brain and right brain are trying to. But they don't play in the other. same team or division. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to find out my analysis of Green Bay running backs, please watch the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, that got away from us. Yeah, it did. <laughs> so I mean, f- fantasy people: Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Robert Tanyan as an easy top ten tight end. Other than that, I, I was very comfortable. I don't think, I don't think you need to take AJ a shot on Dylan. Of course, I, I yeah, got to put there where his ADP is. Yeah, and I was very comfortable taking Lazard where he was going, and now I do not. Yeah, and I mean, we're we're a front of the program, our first front of the program, first one, Lizard King. And again, like he he was crushing the first three weeks or four weeks until he got hurt. I yeah. think, think it was a top fifteen wide receiver. Yeah, um, we do. I do yeah. remember last year we had a stat, and I can't remember exactly what it was. It was very specific, but he was killing it in the red zone. So again, if he all could, the Packers were. That's what yeah. Tom. One of Tom's like question things was yeah. like top he was into five him and wide MBS receivers. And Adams like all, the top five. All of them. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, if Lazard can still carve out a role in the red zone and and he's making these big, big body person catches, he can be viable. But I I guess I'm scared to reach on him at all. I take him as a flyer late. Yeah. And it it, it would kill my fantasy team just to be like, I like that guy. I'm going to take him. Like, no, there's guys you used to take before him, which is too bad. He's a guy that I will, like, I know that about myself. I'll never drop him because I like him. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I can't draft him. I just can't, I can't be confronted with that, that, uh, can't do it. That option. All right. Um, let's go to the Bears. The Bears. 8-8 eight eight record, second in the division. Ew. Um, Ty, uh, Tyler Bray is there still for the QB. No one says anything. It's a, it, it's a joke. So the only QBs yeah. left from last season are Tyler Bray and Nick Foles. Yeah. I'm and again, Nick Foles is not going to start, and Nick Foles is still on the roster. But they brought in Andy Dalton. They signed him to I don't know nine to ten million a year. And said, "Hey, you're the guy. You're the starter." And then in the draft, like, "Holy shit!" Justin Fields fell to us. Dalton, I'm so sorry, but we got to do this. Yeah. Well, they traded it up for Fields, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They, well, like a spot or two. That was yeah. that was after the amount of heat that they caught for bringing Andy Dalton in, and then mm-hmm. Allen Robinson almost like had an aneurysm with how angry he was. Like, okay, like we've been in this situation. Get me a quarterback, not a friggin' bum. And at that <laughs> point, it was like still Jameis out there. It's like at least me, Jameis. At least you can toss me the ball on the field. Like, <laughs> yeah. come on. Allen Robinson had to have been like hammering the GM and coach's phones, like a, like a. A jilted ex-girlfriend just hammering your phone over and over again as soon as he saw Fields available. He's like, you draft him or I'm not playing this year. <laughs> Trade up now. The bat and shit. <laughs> I, I mean, it is going to be interesting to see what this offense looks like because I do think that Justin Fields is good, but like, do you feel good enough about him he's to make Allen? He's still a rookie quarterback at the right. end of the day. And he's not starting game one, right? It's it's Andy Dalton. As of now, it's like, it's yeah. Andy Dalton. But it's that's... his job to lose, which, I mean, he's a very gifted quarterback at losing his job in preseason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where you, you were going with that one. He's, he's already been talked about not being able to get the ball down the field. They've had to do a lot of check down stuff. And they have all these wide receivers that they brought in. Um, you know, Marquis Goodwin was opted out the year before, but you know, they have him now. Demir Bird was another burner that they brought in, and De- Darnell Mooney is another player that is going to be another burner. And they get so. rid of their one slot guy, Nathan Miller, to, yeah, right. to, to, to so, check down. So they have A Rob and just a thousand burners. So they, they're going to be trying to pass deep. I mean, that's just they have to open that up. They brought in, uh, um, well, Craig Cole Komet. Well, yes, they have Cole Komet, but Jimmy Graham's technically the Jimmy Graham is still there, which is somehow. no one's saying anything about that. Like, which is I'm dropping Cole Komet in my rankings because Jimmy Graham's still there. Jimmy Graham was tied in 11 last season, and no one you know thinks of that. Like he's still, he's not going to make Cole Komet what he should be yet. That's why I, th- right. I think Cole Komet's still a year away from you know his big yeah very big season very big I would limiting think so. factor to Cole Komet's upside. As a dynasty owner, I'm hoping Jimmy Graham goes. Yeah, I think this is my last off season. But... I hate Jimmy Graham, but so, I don't think that's so, going to happen. So he'll retire before week one. I hope so. Okay, imagine. Imagine how happy you'd be. Was I think he's like 32, 33. He's old. I was looking at his like his big days before, like you know the Travis Kelsey. It was so long ago. Like it was stop him and Gronk were like he's thirty four. Yeah, that's old. I yeah, that's that's really old for a tight end, especially one who realistically is like a wide receiver tight end. But anyway, um, A Rob should be in for a pretty great year once. Once field starts, I think I think obviously Dalton's going to go to him a lot. I think he had like what ten targets a game or something like that all season he had long. One hundred and fifty-one targets total. So yeah, it was just math. under ten a game. Decent. Yeah. So he was, you know, obviously being peppered. It's going to happen again. There's, I mean, Mooney is the big guy that I feel like a lot of people are on now. Uh, you're going to see Darnell Mooney as a sleeper of almost anyone Mm -hmm. across the industry and might even be a candidate of mine because I do like him a lot. I do think that they have something in store for him. Like you said, they shipped away Anthony Miller who should have been the wide receiver two last year, but Mooney came on. Yeah. And Mooney was impressive. Like for all intents and purposes, he, he played well. He just is, I don't want to say he's one dimensional, but he has a a specific skill set. He needs to grow. He stinks, Mike. He's not bum. No, he's, I mean, got, he's got a fun quarterback to throw to him. Right. It's so hard to judge these rookie wide receivers when, I mean, you had Nick Foles and Trubisky. Andy Dalton and Mitch Trubisky throwing you the ball. Like the, These guys that, I mean, the only person who's quarterback proof on this team is Allen Robinson, and he's been quarterback proof his whole career. So it's hard to say about anybody else what their value is as a wide receiver, including Anthony Miller. Like he gets a bum shake. He gets you know booted out of town when nobody ever threw him the ball. Yeah. 
effectively. Effective, right? Yeah. Um, he's, he's with Houston now, right? He also dropped a lot of passes. He's with Houston. <laughs> yeah. Traded for I don't know, like a Gross. bag of chips, I think. Yeah. Now he's gonna have Tyrod Taylor throwing the ball. Come, yeah. Come way on, guys. What a what a fun world to be Anthony Miller. Why can't I go to the Bucks? <laughs> he just retired. I'll play for free. Meanwhile, Nikhil Harry had a, a gold opportunity with Tom Brady, and he blew that. And now he's saying that he's crying. He's crying uh, wolf, right. saying mm-hmm. that I wasn't given the opportunity. Oh, you weren't really? There was Jacoby Myers there, and that was it. And a hurt Edelman. You had every right. shot in every the world. Every single shot ever. I hate Nikhil Harry. And now he's doing, quote unquote, great in camp. Yeah, that's not happening. Well, you got to put those stories out. You got to trade we, up something. We, we, need, to get, we need to get back to the Bears. Bears. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Bears. Uh, yeah, because they had, so what they had, they had 124 vacated targets and 100 rushing attempts. And I'm just looking through here. Honestly, I think this is going to be a bad offense. I mean, like, I don't think they're going to run the ball. Like, I really did, like. Did Monty really can't take on more rushing attempts. I really the like re- the ad of Damian Williams, though. I really do think that that's a, a very yeah, positive I, push. And they drafted O line. They did draft O line, but like notably, like uh, Tariq Cohen could not run it up the middle, and Matt Nagy tried to force him to do it for seven straight games before he got hurt. Yeah, and so and there's like Ryan Nall, who wasn't a factor. Like Artavis Pierre, like these guys are horrible backups. And to be fair, Monty and couldn't run up the middle good... that, that much either. Yeah. Like, he was getting hit in the backfield almost every single time he touched the I ball. Know. He, so... ended, he ended up having one of the best stats of the year and creating most yardage after contact yeah. of all yeah. running backs because he had to. I just don't see them. I don't see them having an extra like hundred rushing attempts to give Damian Williams. I, I just I don't. I'm trying to see a world how this offense moves with a rookie quarterback. I mean the the, the majority of it was to Cordero Patterson. Yeah, it's sixty eight rushing attempts or whatever sixty four. But uh, but I mean even those targets. I mean where where are you coming up with one hundred and twenty four? You know. Sure, you can go ahead and pass the ball the same amount of times, but you're going to have a rookie pass over 500 times, 600 times. Yeah, I mean, you like, know what I mean? Damari like, Bird's not getting no that much. Right. Marquise Goodwin's not going to play a full season no. again. Like, it's just how many how many total plays do they? I do think, uh, assuming Tariq Cohen stays healthy, you see a healthy chunk of targets go to him in the passing game. So they're, I mean, they're checked down little little you, who, whatever. Who's also that? have to think. Who'd you say? Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen. I think didn't he? Isn't he hurt? He was hurt. I don't so, know if he's. I think he's. Uh, he only played three games yeah, last so year, so I'm three, assuming it was an early. He's injury still games. dinged up. I, I, so it happens on your five foot two. I thought he had that surgery again. So the other thing too, you got to note is that. Fields is going to run the ball a lot more than I was, what I was just thinking Trubisky too. did. You know, Trubisky had 33 rushing attempts. Fields is going to be somewhere yeah. in the 80 to 100 range. Yeah, Cohen, Cohen's yeah. on the puck. Take those vacated rushing attempts and give them right to, to right. Justin Fields. Yep, I just read there. Leaning it's towards just, weeks away versus days away for Cohen. Yeah, so, it, yeah it, I, I'm off of Cohen in any format. Oh, I, I good think Lord. I don't, no, I, don't, no chance. I, don't, I don't want him on my team, but I'm saying if he stays healthy, that's where the targets are going. I mean, that's 100%. I just, I, I, I where, mean, where else? I mean, I mean, it's right. fair. It's just like they, they really are. Uh, it is interesting to see what they're going to do. I think Matt Nagy is a terrible coach, to be honest with you, and I think that he's going to end up trying to do way too much cute stuff again. I mean, and this is a, a coach that we can just put on the hot seat day one. Nagy right. is your... Uh, Adam Gase of last year. I don't know. I, I think that they're going to give him some time because of the Fields pick, and I think he did that on purpose. Oh, hands down he did that on purpose because he's like, all right, I'm doing good. Hey, it's a rookie QB. I mean, it's he's like, well, he's, he's like, got he's the, not playing, sir. He's <laughs> got the best of both worlds. He's got Andy Dalton to start, who's obviously going to be trash. He's going to be like, guys, it's Andy Dalton. He sucks. And well, then yeah, Justin like, Fields is going to like kind of start slow. The whole point they didn't bring in a legit quarterback was because if he didn't succeed with a good quarterback, then yeah. I mean, yeah. the big yeah. question too, though, is that Andy Dalton and Justin Fields are two monstrously different style quarterbacks. Yes. So you install an offense all off season, all all preseason. You work this out, and Andy Dalton's your guy. And then you're supposed to flip, and then now Justin Fields is supposed to play an offense that he doesn't run? I don't like Set that plan either, Matt. Already. Yeah. So, so, I mean, let's talk about David Montgomery, because he was, I think, RB4 last season. Massive last six weeks uh, fantasy champion winner. He's being, his ADP is like, like RB... Around, around uh, early third, uh, he's the RB... Oh, I'm sorry, he's 29th overall. I don't know why I don't have the RB number here. But I, I've seen the in, in rankings. Oh no, he, no, I'm he finished that last year. Oh, he's being drafted like he's a back end RB two. Yep. I'm not a Montgomery fan, but I think he's being completely disrespected. Um, I mean, and by me too. I, I probably have him as RB eighteen because I'm putting all those rookies from last year 
above him. And same with like Najee Harris. He missed having nine straight weeks with double digit points by 0.6 points. I mean, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, he's super consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unreal consistent, and he'll do the same thing again if he gets 247 rushing attempts. So he's our he's our consensus 14, and Scotty, you got him at 19. Yeah, I got to fix that. I I have well, I have at 60 now in my other rankings, but I have him the highest at 11. I so here's the thing with Dave Montgomery. I go back and forth on him all the time when I think about okay, you know what? Should I put him high? Should the volumes there? The the targets are the, the efficiency sucks. You can blame it on the offensive line, sure. He only scored eight touchdowns. Like he just hasn't done anything special enough for me to justify a first round pick on. Now I'm not willing to let him go into the third, but I think the back end of the second, beginning of the third, is where you want to be taking David yeah. Montgomery. So, so if I could pick my draft spot, I want late pick. So if I can get him late second or the wraparound, that like you can have if you RBRB go, and go, David Montgomery. Yeah, that's a that's amazing. I'm thinking well, like if I go Aaron Jones and David Montgomery, I'm I'm pretty happy. Well, you no 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 Saquon no no no, 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 no. He's, oh, you're thinking towards the back end. Oh oh oh. So you're talking like a like a CMC David Montgomery or a Dalvin Cook David Montgomery or a Dark or, Henry yeah. David yeah, Montgomery. Yeah 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which is pretty good. That would freaking work. Although in that same range, I do like other running backs better, but that's that's just me. Yeah. Because I like I I have J.K. Dobbins. I hey, get CMC, J.K. Dobbins. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm I mean, to, right again, oh. go back to David Montgomery though. Sixty-eight targets, fifty-four catches, like eighty percent catch rate. Yeah, for a guy who allegedly couldn't catch the ball, I'm pretty freaking happy well, with that. Especially in PPR I think they, formats, if they're going to try to grow that. But that was Cohen comes also back. because Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles could not throw <laughs> the ball. Last yeah, year. <laughs> like that is a product of bad offense. Yeah, and, and I mean, in the beginning Tom of the year, man, Andy Dalton. Oh, true. <laughs> And to, but Tom mentions the efficiency being an issue. You would almost hope that those 247, those, those touches, the rush attempts, go down to like 200 and he keeps the same yardage. You're like, save yourself 47 rushes, just run a little bit more you know, per clip. Yeah, but so my, my, my concern with that is if it goes down, the efficiency doesn't get better. I mean, he averaged less than four yards a carry his rookie year. And I mean, granted, the Bears' offensive line wasn't great and Trubisky was there. It's, it, it's just that... He seems like a volume type back. So if yep. those go down, you're screwed, and that's maybe where the Damian Williams thing comes into play. That should be and making. I think that that's why they brought him here to take some load off of him because they know they don't so. want to run into the ground. Now, if he can keep those efficiency numbers up and then take the the you know 47 carries off and stay at the thousand yards, that's great. My but... the scary thing is the last six weeks is what brought him up like. Yeah, yards per carry. He had the, like well, he the, also yeah, he had the easiest strength of schedule in the like, last six yeah. weeks of the season last year, and and he capitalized on it, which yep. helped his his numbers a bit, but not a bit a lot. I mean, yeah. he was RB like sixteen, and then for the season is RB four. There's definitely a lot of recency bias is, in the industry on him. And like this is where like I'm like okay maybe I should lower him. <laughs> it's, like, every it's, time it's, I'm like I'm like the game the, with him. What ifs? I'm like like yeah. What if it goes down and it doesn't? All know, in all. Ugh. All in all, he's going to be a solid running back in the oh, yeah. third round. Like, like you, you, when you, when you look for a third round running back, that's that's what I'm going to be looking for. I'm not going to reach on volumes. King. I'm definitely not going to reach on David Montgomery. But if he falls to me, it is stupid to pass on right the opportunity. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, as far as Damian Williams goes, though, like fantasy value next to none. Just good ad for the NFL. Yeah, I wouldn't add him in. I yeah. don't even think if he's that Nothing guy that you're at the end of the draft and you go, do I want him or do I want this other guy that could pop off? You go with the guy that's going to be able to maybe pop off because yeah. you yeah. know what you have in Damian. Pick he's that backup, that third anyway. string receiver on a team just just like on Detroit and right. see if it hits. Yeah, the, exactly. I'm kind of just yeah. like Damian Williams, a year removed from playing football. I mean, he opted out last year, a 29 yeah. year old running back. Let's I see. Mean, it. Does yeah, that sound familiar? Let's, Let's let's Lev also Bell and he's never been Lev Bell. So. Let's also talk about the fact that we all hated the fact like he was not talented. No, in Kansas City, he's, it was again again was just, opportunity. Yeah, he was a volume guy. Yep. So he's a, so now yeah. I hate David Montgomery. <laughs> I, well, I will I will say if you are the David Montgomery owner, it's probably smart to grab Damian Williams in like the last round of your drafts. Yeah, see, that's what I was kind of thinking of, and I don't, still don't know if I would do that because you know... I'd rather get someone else's handcuffed. I would rather it's, get it's something else yeah. that I know would be better, and if, for say, David Montgomery goes down, well, guess what? You have a full fab budget, you know, or, or if you're on a waiver uh, yeah, you system, can go, and get him. go get him. Yeah. Caleb Balazs. Wow, he looks Is bad. it him? I don't know if it's him. How dare you speak of him. 
Well, he's got to he's got to play. Uh, he's wearing a. Uh, fan, he, fan he, he 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 looks. That's got to be Balage. I mean, Benny Snell and Anthony. So we're McFarlane watching the game right now. If you guys are confused. Yeah, that's Balage is not playing for the Bears. It's a face yeah, mask. Um, do you want to go down to the Vikings? Yes, 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 yes. All right. Yes, so yes, the yes. Vikings started at, with a seven and nine record, and also ended the season with the same record. <laughs> this is crazy. Seven and nine. It, they it's didn't play any games. Insane. Well, no it's wonder Scotty Madden. cruised these divisions. They didn't have to change any of this stuff. <laughs> um, Dalvin Cook, three hundred and twelve rushing attempts last season. Just skips Kirk so Cousins much. altogether. Oh, I mean, we'll get back to him. I mean, yeah, Kirk no, Cousins let's start with the be- the best player. No, yes. no, I know. I'm the thing we time. need to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I, vacated rushing attempts eleven. <laughs> there, it's Mike Boone's gone, and uh, th- that means nothing. The vacated targets are sixty one. That's so. Dalvin that's Cook's fun. getting three hundred and twenty three carries. Yes, yes, next yes, year. yes. And, and I mean, like, so we talked about it last year too. Like, you have a good backup in Alexander Madison. And there was games you're still getting Delvin Cook, thirty-two rushing it like not just total touches, thirty-two rushing attempts a game. Oh yeah, it was crazy. So I remember three hundred and twelve in fourteen games. He yep. missed two games. Yep. Did Kalen Balls just <laughs> yeah, yeah, did. punched uh, it cool. in? Awesome. Yeah. Third quarter of the Thursday night game. Awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. So 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 Delvin Cook. I I assume we all have him as a top three. Running back ranked. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know what mine actually says, but I'm yeah, pretty I, sure. I don't think so. With Saquon getting us. moved out of there by all of us. Hey, mm-hmm. hey. My I, early I, season I rankings I don't not think real. all of us have him Do at three. Do you have Kamara three. over him? I think I have Cook at three. No, us three have him at three. He's got Cook at four. Oh, whoop do you fucking do? Oh, so you have Dirk Henry at five? No, I have El- Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, my God. What it, was is, what it was is I had Alvin Kamara. Kamara right now. Do you have Montgomery at one? I had Alvin Kamara over all of them, but I know for a fact right now, Devin Cook could be number two. Greg has James Robinson number one. <laughs> Tevin Coleman you see three. James Robinson's Madden rating? Oh, yes. They have him at number one. <laughs> He's an 86, and then John Taylor's an 83. Disgusting. Um, I'm not even going to talk about Marlon Max, I got eight, oh, 85. 80, 84. 84. Dalvin Cook also isn't the fast. Like, he's not really close at all to the fastest running back. He's got like a 92 speed or something like that. And I think Where they ended up giving, uh, yeah, like Chubb a 96 or something. And they're like, dude, I'm, I'm There's fast. There's literally no well, it's like, Oh, no, no, no. As a matter of fact, the third fastest in Madden is this Kenny Nwangwu guy that they, they no got way. in the draft. Yeah, he's 6'1", 210. There's he's no way he's the fastest he's, running back. He's got a 97 speed. That's disgusting. <laughs> Madden, you know, it's honestly just irresponsible. Well, this the point. thing is, like, Dalvin Cook, like, he, he's Nick Chubb, but but way better. Better, and he can catch the shit out of the ball if he wants yeah. to. Yeah, Dalvin yeah. Cook's 40, 44 that, catches on 54 targets. Yeah, not that he does a lot, but, I mean, if you're winning games with just – Give this guy thirty carries and toss him to Thielen Jefferson. Don't don't change that. The problem is that he breaks down every year. Even last year, he made it. He made he made it through. But well, yeah, it's they, you started having concerns about practice every week. We started talking about him on on the news segment uh, segments like, oh, what are we gonna do with Dalvin Cook's work? When do we trade him? Do we trade him at week twelve or, or the? Because two years ago he missed the two weeks of frenzy playoffs yeah and like if you can flip them for a derrick henry even if you have to package like another small piece like at what point do you do that you probably can't but like you should try yeah it. like, like tr- trading him for yeah that's a well good luck trying to trade, trade position for position with another guy that's probably in the playoffs I don't, like, yeah i don't think a running back at that caliber i'm even trading for anyone no you, because you can't. that's the that's the guy you chose and if, if you're gonna go and say oh i'm gonna great upgrade to cmc it's like are you really you want to take that risk? Yeah, and you're yeah. taking on the same amount of risk. I mean, anybody then, can get then hurt you have in to sit game. there. Then you have to sit there and go, did I make the right decision all year long? And we have talked too, like even if Cook, you know, missed the last week or two of fantasy, he got you there. Yep. Like he got you to the playoffs. I mean, it sucks if you down figure it out. I don't think that they're going to continue the 300 plus rushing attempts with him. I really don't. Um, obviously, I said this last year. Yeah, but I didn't this think was, it was last year. I think it was Mike Zimmer and Gary Kubiak's dream of just running old school football, and that's what they did. But now they have obviously the all world talent, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen's still there. And, um, you know, they brought in D.D. Westbrook. I'm not sure if that really is going to matter much, but that is a third wide receiver. Well, Olibisi Johnson's out for the year. Olibisi Johnson's out for the, the year. Can uh, um, I like Amir Smith Marset? Yeah, I uh, is, he, is he the rookie? Yes, yeah, I he like is, him. Yeah, yeah. He's very, very quick. 
So it's a very, very small. 176 pounds. He's like Devontae Smith. Teeny. And and it's like, when do you ever really see Kirk Cousins go like under 5,000 passing yards too? Like he's always up there at 5,000 passing yards. Just always is. 4,000. But he's at 4,000 last year. Is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. He he usually passes a lot more. Like I I don't have the uh, the 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 actual numbers yeah, in front of he's me. Never, Kirk Cousins. He's never been over. I was 5, gonna 000. say you're not gonna want to look that one. Yeah, up. I, uh, it's yeah. only six it, players ever. Last year he missed. It was his third best year ever yardage. They, it was 2016. He had 4,900 yards. And then everything else is right around the the 4,200. 4,236. All right, well, whatever. All right? Yeah. (laughs) I I thought I was making a good point. He's still a very disrespected player of the fantasy um, because he's he he flirts around QB1 numbers almost every single year, and he's not – Drafted probably like QB 15, 16 each year. Because like, he's not a sexy name. He's like, a guy oh, that I get you Kirk can Cousins. often pick up just sitting there on waivers Which after is crazy. Draft. Yeah, which and he's a starting quarterback, which means you could have picked somebody else and still had a set-it-and-forget-it guy for the whole season. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think people look at the Vikings and they go, yeah, the Vikings, Dalvin Cook. I know that. But for years, you've had Kirk Cousins there and, you know, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen, and now Stephon Diggs is gone, and we maybe you were worried about him last year and said, well, I don't know about this Justin Jefferson guy, but looks like it's a pretty good fit. So, yeah, draft Kirk Cousins if, you, if yeah. you want to. Well, I think, like, even going back to Craig's point, I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't consistently throwing 5,000 yards, but with the, you know, they are going to have to scale back Dalvin Cook's rushing attempts. At like, some point. 50 if the – well – it just it's not gonna work for him to to play a full I mean now that you even have seventeen games, I don't know it's smart doing this. Um but if you look at Kirk Cousins close to that five hundred and fifty passing attempt mark, you he's probably gonna keep the thirty five touchdowns and be at like forty five hundred passing uh yards, maybe more than that, because of the extra game, like Close to it, yeah. And he's a solid, I mean, solid game manager. He doesn't lose you games. It's the same way in fantasy. He's going to throw a thirty, like 35 touchdowns, 13 picks. I will take that ratio all day long to go along with 4,200 plus yards. And he's probably a 10th or 11th round pick. And, you don't and do what it. was the... And he's a gamer, and he's he's viable option to sneak one in on the goal line here and there. I mean, he doesn't do it all the time, but he, he will. He did it once. He did it once. He did it he once. once. I mean, 32 attempts. But, I mean, I think people are con- concerned because... The defense will be better than last year. Last year's defense, they were hurt. They were yeah, that is true horrible. Too. But are horrible. When you have weapons like Jefferson and Thielen, it's not like hey Jefferson, sorry, your defense is good. You know we're gonna be up game. Like you're you're going to pass to Jefferson. You're gonna pass to Thielen. Right. Like that's. I think it's gonna be a lot of the same from last year on the offensive side. I agree. I agree. I just and think even I with think Dalvin Cook, Cook gets scaled back. That's the see, other. Thing. I, well, Irv Smith he, will probably He have probably should. Catches. Yeah, Irv Smith is, is going to be a bigger role too, of course. I mean, That's so true. I'm I'm a dynasty owner who traded Dalvin Cook last year. I mean, it sucked oh, to right. watch him have to have this kind of season and not have him, but this dude's going to break down if this is the season year over year that he continues to have. He's going to have a, he, a short season, and he does break down every year. If he if he gets three hundred carries, he's probably only got two or three years left in the NFL. If he gets that every single year from here for the next three years, three hundred carry, he won't make the end of that contract. No, no, <laughs> no, he will not. But I mean, Madison is this is year three for him, so maybe the, he takes a step up. I mean, his efficiency problem, definitely went up. But. The problem with Madison, uh, and I'll just say this r- real quick the the opportunities that he has had, he has underwhelmed significantly and then he gets hurt one of those opportunities then mike right. boone's the yeah it seems savior. like he's always hurt the same week as uh dalvin cook after you went and handcuffed him all season yep. and you're like shit i don't have mike boone right i mean <laughs> how many Vikings I mean, mike, mike Boone? Only, you know is in a mirror he does re- he does remind me of ben tate and how, that and how that, ben tate was the next big thing yeah. when aaron foster was there and then aaron foster goes down it's like oh but ben He's not this doing is, much. This is the second Ben Tate reference you've made on the podcast in the last What's the like, first two one? months. I guarantee it's Alexander Madison. It might be Alexander Madison. I'll have to go back and listen. It, was, it say, wasn't too long ago. Well, maybe it was a couple months ago. I will say in the two games that Dalvin Cook didn't play, Alexander <laughs> Madison went for 112 yards at 5.6 per carry and then 95 yards at 4.5 a carry and a touchdown. Yeah, yeah but two years, two years before then... 
Oh yeah, and well, like in the games where Cook was year. coming in and out, it was yeah, yeah. That was also Dalvin like, Cook. If I'm a Dalvin Cook owner, I guess Madison is that legit handcuff. He he's a legit. He's handcuff, not, and I would the rather, standalone value like a Pollard or AG Dillon or Gus Edwards kind of thing. Right until this year. And 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 the thing <laughs> is, is I guess I guess realistically, you know, you know when he's gonna play and do well is if when Dalvin Cook's out. Yeah. yeah, but I, if I'm a cook you owner, I'm not going to – in a short bench, I'm not drafting Alexander Madison because I can't yeah, keep him thing too is on a short bench for, for 14 games. Pretty sure Alexander Madison's uh, ADP is also pretty high. Anthony McFarlane just tried to juke and then fell down and didn't get the first down. <laughs> nice. So he's a great running back. Um, oh, well, Madison's 10th round. I'm looking at David. Yeah, it's not, it's David. Um, David. All right, so <laughs> Craig, <laughs> who is this uh, – Clint Kubiak is a new OC, right? Yeah, it's Gary, Gary, Gary Kubiak's son. son, yeah. So it's m- much of the same. Okay, all right. So <laughs> n- n- no change there. So, so Zimmer's no just like, you know what? You don't want to coach. Let me get your son. Yeah. We'll just run the ball a lot. <laughs> I know. That's, yeah, there's really not much. I don't really know what else he brings to the table. Um, I think what I had is for oh, notes. Yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll run the ball. Yes. Yes, his we will. His well, he was, so he was the quarterback. Listen, son, you run that ball. So he was. So a, they don't get another yard. He was quarterback coach under Kevin Stefanski. So technically he was there before Gary Kubiak even got there. And then he got promoted. I mean, so 11 season uh, coaching. This is 11 season coaching. Um, I think most of it uh, as, you know, assistants and stuff like that. But another thing with Kevin Stefanski, yeah, he likes to run the ball. So we're gonna have a lot. A of lot running. of the same. A lot of the same. All right. Now let's get to a better team. <coughs> Detroit Lions, five and eleven. Oh, what you said better? I thought we were moving divisions. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> hard 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 no. Um, David Blau's team. New head coach, Dan Campbell. New OC, Anthony Lynn. Those fired by the Chargers. <laughs> See how that works. David God Blau is the only quarterback. That was, that's there from last season. Best ever do it. Of course, they bring in Jared Goff. What, what a year! Uh, uh, what what a year makes with this table. Yes. Six completions, ten attempts, sixty percent completion percentage, forty nine yards, twenty more of a nice, and one interception. <laughs> Pretty sure he his wife is the most athletic player uh, that would be on this team other than Galladay. His wife? Actually, no. That's uh, that's a departing free agent, right? Yeah, he's a departing. Yeah, yeah he's a departing. Yeah, he's yeah. not there anymore. No, no, his, no. no. His David wife, Blau's uh, wife was in the Olympics. Yeah, she won oh, gold, okay. right? Uh, I think so. I don't even remember what it was, oh, no, but that... there was a TikTok video that I saw of him in the team watching her run, and I was like, "Oh, I like this guy. This this guy's a cool guy. You can't play football, but like you're, you're cool. a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're all right. Get, keep him around as the backup, you know. Yeah. So back to the quarterback. They traded, you know the. I think the first trade in the offseason was Stafford for Jared Goff. So that Jared Goff is quick. So they downgraded. They uh, well, Jeff Tully, they're pretty similar, uh, dude. He's a good, good dude, Jared Goff is a good. He's his, a good thrower. No, his his it, it's a massive the, uh, freaking downgrade. His, his wife did not make the Olympic finals. Oh, is that what it was? Can was we talk talking about the Blau it? family because it's wasting a lot of time on? There's a, there's not I'm, a lot of good stuff still to talk about with the Lions. Jared Goff is now the quarterback there. Okay, God, God. Fucking damn it! Um, Are you talking about his nickname now? And Tim Boyle is there as well. I didn't put. Oh my god! I didn't put Jared Goff's stats in. Oh my god! It's terrible. Um, <laughs> does it really matter? Does yeah, everybody hurts. Uh, yeah, David I mean Blau. it's a completely different offense. I think everybody in the world takes a step back. I, need a I mean, game. with Goff versus Stafford. So yeah, and there's no receivers to throw to. I was telling Craig this. I mean, when I was doing, you know, every team, you kind of put everyone from the year before. You know, in the same category, then you move them down. Players that, that departed. Look at the players that departed compared to the players that are still there. Well, that's why I got. It's confused. massive. It's a team. It's massive. It's a complete team. AP, Karen Johnson, uh, Amendola, Galde, Marvin Jones, like to name a few. Two quarterbacks. <laughs> the two this, staples in offense that return. Isaac Nateo, DeAndre Jesse Swift, and James, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, TJ yes. Hawkinson. Um. This is insane. Vacated targets. 362 vacated targets. 362. I probably have to go back and look. That might be the highest. You know how? I, I, yeah, I mean, like, I... Now, now this is... This is, this is reinventing it in offense. Yeah. That, so, that's what so, the Lions so are doing. It's on saying, like, right. oh, so Quentin Stevens is getting uh, 120. 
uh, Tyrell's getting a hundred. Like, no, like it's not going to be what it was last year. And what it was last year was a lot of dog shit. They could hit rushing attempts, 249. So, I mean, the biggest factor there is Dunder Swift's still there. They bring in Jamal Williams. So, I, again, going back to either handcuff or, or you know, standalone value. Jamal is like AJ uh, Dillon. He's going to have standalone Paul or standalone value. The same. And they brought him in for a reason. I think he's getting uh, f- five a year. Uh, I think two it was year five, for ten. Yeah, something like that. And he's my favorite standalone value running back. And I'll tell you why. Because he's a pass catching running back. Yes. Anthony Lynn is the new offensive yes. coordinator. Yes, yes. And, well, and Anthony and, Lynn, yeah. we saw what he did last year with the Chargers. He right. didn't have one guy. He always had two. So Swift and Williams. Boom, makes perfect sense. And Jamal's yeah. a great blocker of the football. The football. And then and definitely a veteran. But then you Deuce, also have Anthony yeah. Lynn. And Deustale is there, who is obsessed with yes. RBs that, that, that pass block. Yep. And, and right. Jamal pass blocks. And, but again, we have Jared Goff coming in. We have Anthony Lynn, who did a fantastic job with Justin Herbert. I know he has you know coaches and offensive coordinators in that yet as well. But he, as the head coach, still oversees all of this. If he can do even close to that with Jared Goff and coach him up and get him to play, I mean, Goff has shown flashes. I don't think he's great. I think he's worse than Stafford. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll be upfront about that. But... I know everybody who pick your jaws up off the floor, but <laughs> with the right coaching and the right system and the right people around him, there's no reason to believe he can't be a competent so, NFL quarterback. So, and, and I agree. And, and um, I think this is a benefit for Jared Goff because there's a style that they're going to run. That's going to be better suited towards this game. They don't have a high profile, fast paced offense there. He's going to have to think too quickly with Sean McVay versus now they're going to absolutely be slowing things down and running the ball a little bit more, being a little bit more efficient. Like that's just what is going to happen. These wide receivers are not going to blow the world on fire. They're just going to try and make sure that they get the right amount of yardage and have the running backs do most of the work. Like that's just going to happen. Derek Goff's not going to be a fantasy quarterback this year, but he'll be a good to decent NFL quarterback. If you can let him be a game manager, that's probably his best role. We all agree, though, that like they don't actually want Goff. They just wanted the picks, right? That they the Rams, them. and there was like, okay, I guess I mean, we'll take Goff if you're. It taking was a great trade for both teams, I right? Guess. I, I'm still in the camp. Like they're not tied to God. I mean, no, for it, sure, it, it, this they'll may probably not be draft Goff's one job. soon. They'll they, probably draft one soon. They ate a lot of money. Though. So it's a they same did a lot of money. I'm sure they can get out of it. It's the same thing <laughs> with contracts. Are Houston? Fake. I think who's going to be worse? Houston, which I think Houston or Detroit. So they have an out in golf contract Houston, after yeah. the 2022 season, but he still is. A, he's a 40, you, 41 million dollar dead cap hit ooh. if they cut him. But if you draft a rookie quarterback next year that's fine you can right. manage that he's a, because I mean, it's first year it's a first year, year coach a, in campbell next I mean, year he's a 31 million dollar hit against the regular cap they're going to give campbell some time this isn't this is yeah, not a quick him. turnaround this team's at the bottom of the league mm-hmm. they have a decent running game which is a good foundation to start with and then from there they'll figure it all else out i mean their defense is fairly decent itself Obviously, a lot of turnover the year before. There's another turnover again this year. So everything's just entirely different. But, you know, I'm not really concerned about the future years. This year for fantasy, the only thing I really care about is DeAndre Swift TJ and TJ Hawkinson, really. I'll take a shot on Cephas. Like, I really think I'm on last Ross round. Brown. I, I, right. um, I, I, would, I don't think I'd draft him, but he's a guy I want to look at. I, if I was in a dynasty league, I would really, really want him. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I think he has a clear path. He's to on your dynasty so team. He, um, no. So I know. <laughs> I couldn't get him. Scarf <laughs> snagged him early. I already know Piece what shit. Um, the beat reporter that I wrote, uh, saw. I know already what the, the lineup is for wide receivers, and it goes one to five. Tyrell first. It goes... Um, Tyrell Williams, Brashard Perryman, Amon Ross St. Brown at slot, Khalif Raymond at four, and then Quintez Cephas at five. Yeah, I totally discredit anything that guy said. Well, it's I think exactly I think what's you, happened. I think what you have it's is exactly what's happened in training camp. These are the people that were running with the ones. Khalif Raymond was subbing out with Amon Ross St. Brown and Williams and um, uh, Brashard Perryman on the outside. They said Cephas has had a bad camp. That's what I think. Yeah. You got outside, outside. Slot for Almond Wrestling Brown, and then you have two. That's, two. that's fine. Cephas is going to be outside. Cephas is not running in the slot. Cephas was the reason that they cut Marvin Hall last year because they wanted him to come on, and they were confident with it in not signing a guy, and that was midway through the season. But, so, right, but, but that's a, still but has, they brought in it's the a two brand new. Guys. So right. they aren't yeah. tied to him at all. They he's the one person that 
they didn't bring in. So they brought right. in Tyrell Perryman right. and Perryman. Brown, and, yeah. and Perryman the last two seasons. I'm not drafting. I'm sorry. I'm Perry. not touching Perryman or Tyrell. Tyrell. Oh, or no, Khalif God. No. I mean, no. I didn't like, touch Perryman when we took the Jets. These guys are not going to touch Tyrell Williams when he was the Raiders. These guys are not bad wide receivers. I will draft DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson, and that's all I would draft. That's in all a I'll legit, draft. Like, like, you can say you can take a shot on a well, guy you're not going to the last round. You can say it now, you're not going to. Well, well no, I said well, I we just, we just talked about it. We can fucking say it. You yeah, but we talked about this earlier with the whole Damian Williams thing. You will want to try and get Amon Ross A. Brown in the last round because you know what's going to happen week one with him true if, okay if he's the slot receiver and he's going to be able to get six seven targets at the beginning of the year you sure as hell shit he's going to get eight to nine to the end of the year if not and he's you know three catches a game then you know i know i now know him on st brown's not going to be the guy that i think he's going to be this year that being said if it's between rashad perriman and Ross st brown in the last round like Rashad Perriman. I mean, I've seen what he can do. He can go mm, see. I wouldn't because he can I give think you Perriman's, that monster game. I would take Brown over. He he can do that monster game, but he's like a three four catch guy at most in a game. He's had three good games in his five career. or six years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not touching that. Well, game. remember he he wasn't on the field for his entire tenure with the Ravens. Was that the first time oh, he was with? Because he sucked. Well, because he was hurt nonstop, and he and, and he, he sucked when he couldn't was on the catch field. the ball. Yeah, and then he exploded with what, Tampa the first year, and then he went to the Jets on a big contract. He off exploded of three games. with Tampa, yeah. When that's and, what it, that's what James both went down. Yeah, and Jameis was there just slinging it. Bring Jameis back. He'll play this year at. Uh... I'll tell you what, he would have been less than a $30 million cap hit. You could have brought Jameis in for that. Yeah, you might want to have done that. There's, uh, and just looking at Goff's contract even further, there's no way that they don't part ways after 2022 because he's a $30 million cap hit for every year the rest of that contract. No, that he'll be on the team. I'm just not going to say he's going to start. Like, they'll, they'll get a no, no, I mean, after 2022, they're, they're, he, they're done with him. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this year, plus one, been gone. 100% guarantee. George Foreman guarantee. Hmm. George Foreman, huh? Uh, I think they can wrap up the north. There's more of a, a Vander. Are we doing? Are we doing the east next? King of the north. Uh, we'll do the east next. We'll talk about the uh, good old the east. Cowboys. King of the north. Everybody was had a losing well, record. Yeah, I was gonna say when King you when you won your division with a 500. Harry Rogers is king of the north. Record. Seven and nine. Yeah, he is a king. Well, the leaders. Devontae the, Adams is more the, king of the north. To be honest with you, Mike McCarthy now get fired in preseason, isn't he? Now who will win the the division? Uh, the Packers. Packers. Okay, no. That was easy. that was easy. It was it was. <laughs> I mean, now who ask, ask, ask me the question shit. for the East. In, who will uh, lose 10 it? Minutes. I do. Um, I, the Detroit Lions. Okay. Detroit Lions. I do think the Vikings could make a push for the uh, worst. For, no, for the um, <laughs> for the leading in the, in the division. I know the Packers lost a lot of pieces on defense, and that I mean that's where they struggled. They did draft a good amount of pieces on defense. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. The Vikings are going to finish second in the division, and they have a shot at getting playoffs. We know it's not Bears, and we know it's not Lions. <laughs> Yeah, the Bears are going down. They're <laughs> eight and eight. They're going to get less than that, unless Justin Fields plays. We'll yeah, see. still eight and eight. Still eight and eight. All right, we'll uh, we'll 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 head over to the East and we can talk about who's going to win that because that division is a shit show. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay, so next podcast going to be the NFC East. I think after that, all we've got is the South left, or no, we have the West left after that. Uh, Did you West. just give the finger to my TV? Yes, Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> You're like my father watching the news. <laughs> gonna, you gotta let the TV what's, know. What's this Delta Plus? <laughs> you know, it's Delta Plus variants now. <laughs> Fuck you. Top Gel Fantasy. TopGelFantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Top Gel Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose. Thank <laughs> you.